Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be acceptable unto you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. I remember when I was a young child, and my dad thought it would be a good idea to start me on building a model. I loved to play with the Lincoln Logs and the Erector sets and stuff, but so I, I got a very simple model. It was no glue required. It was just snapped together. It had only a handful of pieces, and I the only thing that I really needed help with on that model was those stickers, you know, that you have to soak in water and then put on and hopefully don't slide around when you get them in place. And so I sort of got hooked and I wanted to build a truck and I wanted to build a car and I wanted to build an airplane and I wanted to get the more technical models, you know, the like skill one, skill two, skill three. And I learned a lot about building models. Like, for example, one of the lessons that I learned was that you don't take all the parts off their little things right away and just lay them there because the little brackets that they're on have little numbers on them and they tell you what the parts are for. And so trying to figure out what all these things are. The other thing that I learned was that sometimes the smallest, littlest, tiniest part was one of the most important parts of the entire model. I learned that multiple times the hard way because with the X-Acto knife trying to trim the burrs off or whatever, you'd cut it in half by accident or you'd get in a hurry and you'd cut the end off the little slot that goes into the little hole and you'd cut that off and you couldn't... And, oh, who needs that anyways? Or in the midst of taking all the parts off too soon, you got thrown away with what you thought was trash. Only to find out that that little tiny part that was only about yay big and it was just as skinny as a little lead of a pencil was the part that held the left side from touching the right side. And without that part, it would go together. We hear in our second lesson today from St. Paul, that we are all body, members of the body of Christ, that we are individually members of it. And aren't we glad that we're not all the same? Wouldn't that be boring and old if we all looked the same, if we all were exactly the same, if we all had the same skills, gifts, and talents? But yet we're told what? That we're individually members of the body of Christ, that we all are connected, that we are all part of the body. And Paul even goes on to say that even the parts that we don't really want to pay attention to, we lift those up and give them higher regard because they're important. And so all of us, no matter who you are or what you do or whatever it is, you are an important part of the body of Christ. Because we connected can do things together, but apart 
we cannot. So Jesus is returning after being baptized and spending 40 days in the wilderness, returns to his hometown and goes into the synagogue. And he picks up and the attendant hands him the, the scroll of Isaiah and he rolls it open to the spot. And he reads the Isaiah text, you know, about setting the prisoners free and setting the oppressed free and feeding the hungry and curing the blind. And, and he rolls up the scroll and he sets down and everybody is looking at him. I can just envision it, you know, everyone's intently leaning forward, looking. And he says, today, the scriptures have been fulfilled in your hearing. What a powerful statement. What a, what a radical comment for Jesus to make in the synagogue of where he grew up. But you and I, as part of the body of Christ... You and I already know the rest of that story, don't we? We know that Jesus walked the earth, that he proclaimed the good news, that he, that he cured the sick and the lame, that he fed the hungry, and he died on a cross and was raised from the dead to give each of us the promise and gift of new life. We know that. We know the good news. Maybe you noticed that the text from Isaiah that Jesus quoted was really connected well to our Nehemiah text where Ezra is reading the scroll and he tells the people all those things and then he says what? Go home. Go home and eat, drink sweet wine and eat, and eat the fat and give it to those who need it. And they're all sad because they're like, what did we do? In 2016, as the body of Christ, we don't send you home to go eat, do we? We invite you to come forward. We invite you to come forward at God's table, the Lord's table, where you eat bread and wine, body and blood, where in the sacrament of Holy Communion, you are fed and nourished. You are called to come forward as children of God to, to be fed and be ready to go forth in God's world to proclaim the goodness of God to all people. You are called forward because we are the body. And together we are stronger. None of us can do this on our own. There may be times where we feel that we're stranded on a deserted island or we're off on our own somewhere, but the reality is that none of us can do this on our own. We can do it, though, when we are connected and, and joined together. So what I'd like you to do right now is I want you to grab the hand of someone sitting next to you. And if you're in front of somebody, you need to sort of turn around sideways and...
you can feel their hand. You can feel maybe they're cold, maybe they're warm. Cold. (laughs) But guess what? It is this connection. This is the body of Christ. This is us connected together, working together for the sake of the good news of Jesus. This is the people of God going out into God's world to share the good news, to release the captives, to proclaim the good news to the poor, to feed those who are hungry. We do it together, not by ourselves. Together, we are stronger. Together, we are able to live what God has called us to do, to make disciples, to live faithfully, and to serve others. Together, individually members of the body of Christ, we can go. So I hope that Next time that you're called to go out, that you're doing something in the name of Christ, I want you to remember the hand that you were holding. I want you to remember that touch, that feel. And remember you're not alone. That we are one in Christ who has died for us and was raised from the dead for us. And as one in Christ, as part of the body of Christ, we can serve those around us. May God's blessings be with you today and forever. Amen.